0: And
2: digress about upcoming movie trailers. Bro. Bro. <laughs> here we are
0: again. Yep, here we
2: are. Just just when you were hoping that maybe we wouldn't do another one, uh, we got another one coming out. <laughs> well,
0: what, what we keep doing is, 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 is having people that we know make movies and have trailers and reach out to us. That's right. And then it gives us, it essentially twists our arm and says, do the damn podcast, will you?
2: That's right. It says stop being lazy and get yeah. behind microphones and just do it. So that's what because we're doing.
0: There's a damn pandemic going
2: on, and people need their podcasts. That's right. That's right. And theaters are kind of officially opened again, kind of. Uh, but I'm still not going to go yet.
0: <laughs> I think that's a big old heads up, bro. I'm good, bro.
2: Yeah, I got. It's a big old cup, of no, thank you. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'll, I'll. I'll wait for the. Uh, the numbers to go up and then go down and then I'll think about going to the movie theater.
2: <laughs> right, right, exactly. By the time I get back to the movie theaters, the seats will be all crusted over with food again.
0: That's, that's right. That's
2: the way I like them. That's right? the way I like it. I don't want it, I don't want things to change. That's right. Take your Purell somewhere else, friend. That's right. I don't need hand sanitizer or seat sanitizer or anything. I'm good. <laughs>
0: Uh, doesn't smell like old farts is it really a movie theater that's right butter
2: popcorn and farts that's what (laughs) i need
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's that's the experience i'm looking for
2: that's right that's 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 home for me thank you
0: uh how are you doing good friend
2: uh i'm well man i'm you know i am uh hanging in there besides the fact that la is burning to the ground right now (laughs) uh oh man (laughs) But me, I'm good. You know, um, I, I still have a job and uh, and I'm healthy. So that that's all we can ask for during a pandemic.
0: <laughs> it's true. You know, it's it's funny how you know priorities become uh, real basic in these times. Like, yeah, uh, still got a roof. Yep, still yep. eating. Yep. Yeah, all yeah. right.
2: Yeah, I can social good distance thing. and hang with you every once in a while. All right, I'll take it. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Still doing a uh, podcast. Yeah. Kind of. kind, kind of. <laughs> You know we're we're keeping the we're keeping those uh, Google bots you know working for their money. <laughs> that's
0: right. That's right. Uh, well, as we kind of, sort of teased in the beginning,
2: alluded to, yes,
0: alluded to. That's w- w- well said, sir. Well said. Thank you. Thank you. I have my moments. Yeah, um, we are very excited because yeah. we have another special guest. Actually, two, two special guests. That's right. Uh, for the podcast, they, uh, one is the producer, the other is the director yes. of a new documentary that we are very excited to talk about yes. called Game Masters. That's right. That's right. Please welcome back to the podcast and to the podcast, respectively, yes. Jimmy Wynn and Charles Mers, Gentlemen, welcome aboard
1: thanks for having us guys yeah, hey, yeah. For having
2: us. yes absolutely thank you for joining us oh my gosh and and reaching out there you go, <laughs> there, you go. Oh, there you go there you go there you go uh yeah and reaching out and just uh sharing your your uh labor of love so to say
1: of course yes. of course i i um, i I was excited to come back after after barista. Uh, okay. you could
2: say you could say five years you could say that years, five
1: years <laughs> it's, just, it's just crazy to think you know because yeah. it's like it just flew, by. Just I flew just, by i can't believe that it's been five years
3: uh I know. yeah so
0: for the listeners if you'll remember barista one of the very few docs that got i believe was it a strong three was that what it uh, was we gave it uh, I think or it, did I yeah. Go, did I go four and then bring you to four? I Is think, that what
2: it was? I can't remember. I think maybe you were a four and I was a strong three or that's something right. like that's that.
0: That's right. That's right. And then you had to uh, Maya Copa when we had them on. I yeah. That's yeah. Right. Exactly. Wait, I had.
1: How did how did I meet you guys? How did I even you, discover you bro, contacted us? You were
2: driving. This, this was the story good, you before told us.
0: We get to that story. Yeah. I tagged you guys on Facebook. Oh, that's what oh. it was when we posted the episode. And yeah. it's that you, you, it's that thing where you just you know, you got to tag everybody. Hopefully, somebody's paying attention. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. you you got the tag, and you listened, and then you 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 tell the story from there.
2: Yeah, Jimmy, I, I, I don't remember.
0: remember.
2: I do remember. <laughs> you you said you were driving, listening to the podcast, and we gave our our score to your your documentary barista. And you said you pulled over and called everybody that was involved and was like, you got to listen to this podcast. <laughs> they just gave us a great score. And then that's where we went from there.
1: Oh, yes, yes, yes. That sounds exactly what I would do. Yeah. yeah
0: like I, I believe you were like, we're kind of like we're in your car and someone was waiting, like, and you kind of gave him the finger, like, I'll be right there. I've just got to finish the pod. Like, I'll yeah. Be yeah, like, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. that's what it was. You were doing <laughs> yeah. like a dinner or something. I can't remember
1: oh yes mm-hmm. yes 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 oh no it you know i love it when people do stuff like that like tag 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 us and you know uh their like reviews or their podcasts or it, because i immediately listen to it and then i call yeah. charles and i said you gotta listen to this and then we have like a big conversation afterwards uh so yeah that's very fun and i love it when they do that because I, I would love to, you know i always reach out i always say hey let's 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 chat and talk and i love you guys
0: Oh, uh, thanks, when, man. You know, we, we love you. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you, you brought us barista and then we went to the screening and then we, you let us, uh, co-host the, the Q and a. So yeah. it's, uh, it's been, a, it's been a nice kind of bromance we've had with you. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> uh, so, so let's, let's, so tell us about, I mean, I, I got so many things to talk about, but I want you guys oh my to gosh. talk first. Yeah. Yeah. So, absolutely. So Charles, let's cause I believe Charles is, this is your kind of
4: baby. Yes. I mean, you know, it, it's a shared baby, okay, between between many people. Okay, you know, okay. we right. we all have joint custody.
0: <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so let, let's let's like, talk about you know the, the project, how it all came about, and you know uh, this whole journey that you've been you've been on.
4: Yeah, you know, there's there's, there's so many places to start. Uh, I mean, I guess the the short version is that Jimmy and I were we were playing a lot of board games together. Um, uh, not not so much like the American classics, but you know some what would be called Euro games, and mm. we we really got into this one called Puerto Rico that we kept playing and playing and playing, and we we're like and then we when we started going to local conventions in Los Angeles, um, mm. one called Strategicon, and you know, and we we just got more and more into the hobby, and uh, we saw this guy selling a game that he he made himself he printed it himself he designed it he may have even done the art i don't know um (laughs) but he but he did the pitch and he's like you know i made this game and we thought it was really cool that he was doing everything himself and so you know jimmy gave him 20 bucks and we we got the game and we never played it but (laughs) (laughs) but you know it it kind of we kind of said you know there's something here there's there's something exciting about about this world of 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 you know, just trying to get your game into the hands of the players and, and all that. And so, you know, that was kind of the genesis of things.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and just to give you guys the, where my mind was at at the time, the reason why I was playing so many board games is because I was so burned out from Barista. I'd mm. spent all those years on it, all, the, all that time releasing it. And then when I was done, I, you know, Charles has heard me say this like a bunch of times in my life, but I was like, I'm done with documentaries. I don't want to make them anymore. I'm so Man, tired. They this, take so long.
4: This <laughs> this guy pitched me a dumb documentary yesterday.
1: <laughs> but like Board <so> like, <laughs> Games was like the escape. You know, yeah. it was mm. like, you know, we, you know, you, when you're in Hollywood, you're like networking all the time and you're doing oh, going yeah. to events and stuff like that. And like, I would roll up with like my friends with Charles and the other people we played board games with. And after like 20 minutes, I would text mom, like, let's get out of here. Let's go back to and play some Puerto Rico. Yeah. <laughs> and so We were ditching so many mixers, birthday parties, events, whatever, just to like get together to play board games. And it really ramped up from there like it mm. kind of started getting crazy and as as much as i was trying to run away from documentaries it, i like really sprinted headfirst into this other world that ended up becoming you know game master
0: <laughs> right right oh my uh, god so so just for the listeners this uh give us maybe like the 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 the, the byline or of, of game masters like, so, so they know understand what we're talking
4: about yeah yeah Charles. sure so Game Master is about the tabletop board game industry as a whole, but it the entry point is through four newer designers trying to get their ideas, you know, into a made into a board game, manufactured in a store in the hands of the players. You know, kind of an uphill battle, you know, making something from scratch, making something with your own two hands and your mind.
3: Mm.
0: Uh, love it. And I got to say, like, you know, as Jimmy, I think, listened. this trailer immediately sucked me into this world that I didn't even know I was interested in. Right. I mean, kind of like the way you described it, guys, when you were talking about going to these, like, you know, conventions, like pseudo conventions. And then, you know, somebody pitches you a game. You're like, what is this world? Like, I, that's how I felt when I saw the trailer. And I was like, just sucked in. And I was like, I want to watch this movie.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, that's exactly, like, when we started going to Strategic Con, we were only playing, like, one or two games, specifically, especially on the tournament level, and we didn't even, like, bother to, to look at other games for, like, a couple of times, you know? So after a year, we kind of broke from our routines and started playing other games, and it really opened us up to, like, the whole world, and, and that exact thought that you had is, like, I, would, I went to this convention. Strategic has been around for decades. Yeah. We would meet kids who told us that their parents met at Strategicon and have been taking on wow. since they're babies there, right? Wow. So wow. I knew that there was this world. And I'm, and I'm just talking about LA's version of it. This is happening multiple times a year in other cities across the country, across the world, right? So yeah. I was like, man, this is such a, it's such a large community that I don't hear anything about. You don't when was the last time you saw a board game commercial? Right? Right, like, right. You just know people play casually, but you know, like, you never hear about these things. You don't know what to buy unless someone recommends it to you. So it has that yeah. viral, inherent viral nature that's a part of board gaming. So it spreads really quickly, right? And, yeah. like, once I heard the numbers, like, how much something like Catan has sold, like, 40 million in just the U.S. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, how, like, board games is a multi-billion dollar industry around the world. Like, those numbers are crazy to me because yeah. I, I've never seen a Catan commercial. I've never seen a never. Catan ad. Never. Never. Yeah. Never. You know, yeah. and so that, you know, that talks to the power of games and, and the fact that it brings people together. They have a good time. They they bring that good time and they bring it to another set of friends. And then it just spreads like, you know, from there. So I was like, ah, oh, there's a movie in here, Charles. I don't know what it is, but mm. I'm, I'm sure it's going to come to us, you know. And so yeah. I, I think I had been saying that for a while to Charles until this Eureka moment came to us. And I went, Oh, I know the, I know the movie. I understand it now.
2: Oh, oh. wow. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I have to admit, man, this was fascinating. Uh, we, when we watched the trailer, I was just like, I was floored because I grew up with, in a family playing board games, you know? I mean, that was a way to socialize and connect and, and all that stuff. And when I saw the trailer, man, I mean, just, you just, do such a good job of making it so interesting and then when you watch the doc the doc makes it so interesting i mean down every aspect of this is like you know from the music uh you know the the score that's that you guys uh uh selected to to be playing in the background over the top of these guys these the main four people that are trying to create their own board games
1: same I mean, composer just, as Barista. Is it? Oh, really? okay. He's good, man. He's good. He's great.
4: You know, this, this doing this process, I I, I have absolutely no rhythm. It's really terrible. Um, But, but, you know, going through this process and kind of, you know, doing notes with the composer and uh, kind of, you know, saying when to turn left or right, metaphorically. Yeah, um, You know, this is the closest I'm ever going to get to writing a song. And, uh, but, you know, mm. but hey, look at my work. It's great, right? <laughs> <No>? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No. yeah. No, but, no, but Chris uh, Gabriel is amazing.
1: Yeah, I told Charles in the beginning, I said, look, choose whatever composer you want. But this is my recommendation. I worked with him on two things already. He's incredible. I love him. He's easy to work with. He lives nearby. He's really great. But ta- But take many interviews. You know, just give yourself an <laughs> option. But... I really recommend this guy. <laughs> so, I, you know what?
4: I took two interviews, and it uh, there's one guy that I just did not jive with, and he was trying really hard to sell me on himself. And I was like, I, I don't like this at all. And mm. I went to Chris Gabriel's uh, garage where he does all of his composing. He's got his studio set up there and all the instruments. And uh, we probably had like a less than 15 minute conversation. I just kind of sat down and said, Well, this is where it happens. And I said, cool looks good and uh that was it it was just you know it was it was business and it was pretty much to the point and i was like all right i like the way that guy communicates he's in
0: <laughs> yeah yeah nice
4: yeah nice. no this
0: this score it's funny it was definitely one of the things i wanted to, to touch on as well it's 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 a it's almost a character in the story uh yeah and and it's i thought it was almost ingenious the way he almost like uses eight bit like yes. video game sounds yes. in the score, right? Yeah, like, That's so yeah so like, like, totally. The chiptune totally. style.
1: That's this yeah. is what gravitates
0: me to him. Yeah. And it's just like and it, but it had that old school vibe of, so it was this cool way to to meld like an old vibe of, of game, but even video game, but then it's board game and I don't know. It just it was just it was just so smart, like and yeah. I just it really I remember at one point being like, man, the music in this is so good. Um, It's almost like another character. So well done, well Uh, done to him.
1: When I met Chris Gabriel for the very first time, uh, we had talked about the things we loved and uh, we talked about chiptune and 8-bit music. And uh, he was a huge fan and we really connected on that front. And Mm. uh, so the next day, he had emailed me a little music file. And what he did was that he took actual coffee sounds and he had remixed it with like 8-bit music and he had sent it to me and I listened to it and then I forwarded it over to rock and I was like rock we need to hire this guy this is the guy I want (laughs) like he just blew me away making this in a day so wow uh, yeah this is why I've used him for you know I will probably use him for the rest of my life he's he's such an incredible composer.
0: Wow. Well, if it were, you know if it works for Spielberg and uh, John Williams why not right <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> uh, uh, okay awesome I mean I just want I have a couple of this kind of points that I wanted to hit on um the I, I love the the quote from the, the the trekking guy when he says the first time you get a hold of something you made in your hands that's the best feeling it's fleeting it doesn't last long but it's <laughs> yeah. amazing. Um, and I just, I just love, I, I really love the tactileness of the board game, right? Cause you know, video, I'm not a video game guy. People love them and that's great, but there's something about picking up the piece, holding it, it being on the table, having that table presence that that guy talked about. Um, I, it just, I don't know. It just, it just really connected with me.
4: Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Oh, I think, I, I think that's one of the reasons there's kind of been a resurgence, um, with uh with board games and why it's growing the audience for them is growing exponentially is because you know we and saying this a year ago is different than saying it today but we you know we live in an age where even when there's not a pandemic you never have to leave your house if you don't want to you can get everything brought to you so uh you know you you have to if you want to see other people we're at a point or if you want to interact with other people, you kind of have to make a point of doing so, you know. Yeah. And uh, a really easy way to do that is by sitting down at a table, physically across from another person, and playing a game where you have to physically touch it, as opposed to a video game where you're both looking at a screen, you know. And um, and so that, as we have gone, you know, more and more into the future, and more and more things are made convenient to us and we can get stuff on our phone uh you know the the need for more things like that has also grown
0: yeah Mm. boy i mean it's it's the same reason i have cornhole boards in my backyard because there's something to just throwing a beanbag in a hole while you're holding beer i mean like there's there's nothing like that and yeah. it's it's I, uh, because it, it 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 gives you like an excuse to get together and hang out and have a conversation, like you said, instead of staring at a screen.
4: I played like, Cornhole yesterday. Love it. Yeah. yeah. Love yeah, yeah. It.
0: Uh when this all thing is over, you'll have to come over and, and get beat by Vito and I. All right, oh, yeah, let's yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we have a we have a you know, well, there's a championship
2: here, you know, and uh <laughs> we invite anybody and everybody to give it a shot. That's
0: right. Take a shot at the chat. <laughs> That's right. Uh, uh, no, but I, I love. I, you're absolutely right, Charles. I love. I love that whole idea of you know, it, it's it's in a weird way. It's like we need an excuse to to just sit down and talk. So this is a way that we can do that.
4: Yeah, you know? it's, an, it's an easy way. Not everybody's great at being a conversationalist, you know. And right. in, in this in this way, you don't have to be. You know, the 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 moving pieces, the you know, the metaphorical moving pieces, uh, you know, of a conversation of of talking. It's kind of done for you. With the game, you know, cause that's something mm. to talk about. That's, that's what you're focusing on. And if you want right. to talk about, you know, something else, nachos are a frequent subject between Jimmy and I, Yes, <laughs> 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 you, know, you, you can, you can
1: pause the game and talk about nachos. That's, that's right. true. That's right. Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, another yeah.
1: thing I want to add to that is like, you know, when you're just like networking and doing your Hollywood stuff, it's just always like drinks and you talk business for an hour, talk shop and then you leave and maybe you'll talk to this person again, maybe not. Maybe they'll be real friends, maybe not, you know. And so I I think for like the first half of my life here in LA, I just did so much of that. It was it was kind of destroying me and I think that's part mm. of like what what burned me out after barista. And and the friends that I have now and the friends that I consider my best best friends, you know, were people like I play board games with. And like me and Charles, I think me and if if it weren't for board games, I don't know if me and Charles would be as close as we are because we spent so much time playing together and, you know, philosophizing about games and, you know, trying to understand them and stuff and like playing with the the other friends that we made, you know, it it really brought us closer together with our community. And I got everybody in my network to play board games, too. So it's been really nice to see so many people um, over the last few years because of making this documentary.
0: I and what's great about the board game is that there is literally a board game for anybody.
1: Oh,
3: absolutely. Absolutely.
0: You know, there is not like others. I mean, because, you know, when we were growing up, you know, there was like five, maybe seven board games that people would play. But now, I mean, it's like dealer's choice, man. Like whatever you're into, there's a board game about it.
4: You know, uh, when I was pitching this movie to people and trying to explain to them, you know, the, the, the world of board games that they didn't know about yet. And I didn't have a movie or a trailer to show them to kind of explain it for me. Uh, one of the things I said to them was, Hey, how crazy would it be if like there was a game about quilting and they go, that'd be real crazy. And I go, there's two that I know of,
0: (laughs) you know, (laughs) right, right. Yeah. And they're both great. Right. Um, Cool. So let's let's talk about a little bit because I'm assuming that you probably shot more than these four people. Yes,
4: uh, we shot. Oh, yeah, we, we, you know, relative to what I hear from other documentaries, we actually shot a low uh, number of people uh, as far as like what's not used. Because I've heard didn't didn't indie games shoot like 30
1: people or something like that? Oh, yeah, they shot 30 people before they, you know, dwindled it down to the three. I, I think they they didn't know. I mean, it's kind of like what me and Dez and the guys did with showrunners. Like, he shot 60 showrunners and 30 of them made it in the movie,
0: you wow, know? Wow. And like
1: when me and Rock were doing Barista, we shot a ton of people before we settled on the four. Sure. And, so you know, what, what
4: I was just going to say, you don't know how things are going to work out until you have like one or two sessions with them and kind of see what the trajectory of, you know, where they're going, or even, you know, another way to even look at it is you don't know how, how, or if they're going to fit into the movie that is, that is developing. Right. Wow. Sure. Sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So how did you pick the, 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 the designers you went
4: with and what. So what with, was- with everybody that I talked to, you know, I kind of, I saw people at the, at the cons or, or whatever, uh, pitching their games, and you know, I would kind of have a, just a, a short conversation with them. I'd say, "Hey, tell me about your game," and then after they were done with that, I would say, "Why did you make this game?" Uh, and if they had an answer that was, you know, compelling or personal or you know, just that that was of themselves, then mm-hmm. you know, I had got their number and I talked to them later at a later date. Um, and not everybody had that. You know, not everybody has sure. the answer. Not everybody uh, makes game like that. And then after, you know, as far as dwindling it down, maybe it's had like eight people. Does that sound right, Jimmy? Maybe eight, 8 eight-ish? Yeah,
1: I. I it was it's it funny because like number the people who I wanted in the movie initially didn't make it in,
4: mm. and and oh. it's a
1: lot. The movie's a lot better because of it. But, like, there were, there were two in particular I pushed real hard for the longest time. And, uh, yeah, they didn't work out, but Charles made the right decision in mm. sculpting the film the way it is because everybody connects, everybody makes sense together in the way it is yeah. now. And these two people would have not added a lot to the, to the narrative that we were trying to tell
4: and, mm. But also, you know, you don't you don't know that as it's happening. And it's nothing about I, I'm, I'm assuming I know which people you're talking about. And we shot yeah, one. Yeah. And we, I
1: mean, I had to trust Charles's intuition, you know, we shot sure. one. We didn't shoot the other one. But like, you know, and it's not
4: anything on any of the people that we shot that didn't make it in. It's just it's so much of it is do these people work together and do they serve the narrative of what's going on? And, you know, sometimes you just don't. And there's there's nothing you can do about it. Right. Right.
0: Well, I like and I like how we had different levels too of of people. I mean, obviously they were all still on the kind of newer side, but some were a little more advanced, you know, and some had more success than others. And I can't wait for the guy to, to go. One of the guys to go bust. And yeah. then you, you, you didn't give it that. I was like, oh, okay. They all, they all kind of came out better at the end. So you know, was-
4: secretly, secretly, I wanted, I wanted somebody to go bust. Not, not anybody, <laughs> not anybody in particular, but I was right, like, right, oh, right, come right. on, why, why do you have to be so successful? Come on. Damn yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Give, yeah. Give me the sob story, but, but no, right. I, you know, it just didn't happen, but good for them.
2: Yeah. 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 Well, and I did love, uh, the dynamic of like, you know, that you had the two families and it was like the family that had a successful kind of, uh, the, the, the parks, uh, family mm-hmm. then got all this kind of stress with being the family, you know? And then of course you've got the number one game <laughs> mm-hmm. where yep. it's family run and everybody's like, Oh, I love working with my family. <laughs> like, this, this is right. like, I can't wait to get up every day and work with my, with my family. <laughs> I just love yeah. that dynamic of like, oh yeah, it's not always, it's not always like, you know, butterflies and, and, and love songs. It, <laughs> it's, you know, it's like, it's like, I want to kill my dad.
4: <laughs> it's it, it's not always like that. It's not always wonderful, but I'll say that, uh, 30 million copies sold does seem to help things a little bit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I was <laughs> going to say, it makes it a little easier to get up in the morning. I think
4: <laughs> is yeah. that how much trekking sold? <laughs> not yet. Uh, oh, trekking, oh, okay. you know, trekking since the end of the documentary has done quite well. And I was referring to Catan. Catan sold like Oh, million. Is th- yeah. Is it, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought, see, I thought they sold like 40 million or something. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. yeah. They, sold, they, they sold like 30 million copies, but... Only uh, 30 million, Sean. Only 30 million. Trekking, mm. trekking has done quite well since the end of the documentary. That's yeah. They have a sequel
1: coming out, Uh Oh, really? really? Oh, yeah. That guy's been doing extremely well with his game. Nice. Yeah. So mm. we're really happy for Charlie Bing.
2: Yeah. 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 Wow. That's incredible. yeah. It's
0: yeah. No, I. I mean, I love that too. That was a great point, Vito. Like when the sun's literally like warning you against starting a family business, right? Like, <laughs> so that was good because you had me like, oh, this ain't gonna, this ain't gonna last. And so then, of yeah, course they, I... they, they they turned the corner. I was like, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> um But i all the aspects of this were very fascinating to me as well. Like, I mean, just just like when that one guy breaks down like the 15 different component manufacturers for one board game and how yeah. it all has to come together. I was like, this is insane. Like yeah. how much goes into, uh, but it, it, I guess it makes sense really. Cause when you think about anything, that's worth, you know, that's worth doing. It's, it's hard and it's, it doesn't just happen. And, you know, we, we live in this world where everyone's like, Oh, anybody can do anything. And it's like, well, you can, technically, but that doesn't mean you should, first of all. Um, you know, because everybody wants that quick buck, that quick fix. Yeah. And like, oh, look, this thing went viral. And then it's, oh, everybody should make, you know, uh, what is it, exploding kittens. Because it's
1: easy. It's yeah. just so easy. <laughs> yeah. So Some, I, I really yeah. like
4: some people have tried to remake it. and you know. Oh, yeah, people
1: ripped that game off. That's oh, probably my God. one of the most ripped-off oh, games I bet. around. Not, oh, I'm sure. going to say, you. So, but I've had people come up to me with a specific game and say, hey, it's it's from the makers of Exploding Kittens. I would, no, it's not. You better, you better <laughs> read the box closer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. People like ripping off the marketing style, too, and the art style. Like oh, I, I see it all the time. Oh, yeah.
0: But, but then <laughs> oh, also, gosh. too, how like these things are like, man, they got $9 million, And he's like, well... Hang on a second. Let me break the
2: $9 million down for I, you. I love that aspect where it's like, okay, let's break this down and show you how much I get. You know, it's like for a $20 game, I get 50 cents. Way oh to go, Oh, my God. Man. You know, I just couldn't yeah. believe it.
1: <laughs> yeah, the economics of it are, are like really, really crazy. It's just like there's so many middlemen, you know, like – that have to be a part of it to make this game. I wish you guys right. could have seen the the factory where the, where they were making the board games. Like it was incredible. Like oh there were God. machines that specifically did things like cut cardboard or fold cardboard yeah. or like, you know, like it was just like, they had these like insane big machines that they, it was like a complex maneuver just to do something that we, that is, is seems simple. You know, right. and then right. a human person would like grab all the stuff and then move it to the next machine to do the stuff. So yeah. it was it was really wild to see. And it was one of the most beautiful factories I've ever seen. Just. Oh, wow, Yeah. Really, really it, cool place.
2: Wow. And where was the factory located?
1: It was outside
4: of Munich. It was just outside of Munich. I forget oh, okay. the exact name of the town, but. Dusseldorf it's, it's... is it no, Dusseldorf. No, no. Dusseldorf is far away from Munich. Oh. Um,
1: uh, it's called Ludofact. Fact. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's wow. it was at a real it was a beautiful and they had gigantic game pieces as lawn decoration all oh, around the perimeter oh, wow. of the of the place. I'll send you guys some pictures. It's it's yeah a, it's yeah really that'd be great. great We'd we'll uh, love to see those spot. Uh, and,
0: yeah, I mean, it's just you just take for granted that you open the box and take out this beautiful board and these pieces and like you just start playing yeah. and like you don't really think about what it took to make this. Oh
1: yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah.
0: And that's another thing, too. I really like the, the whole thing of, like, the, you know, these designers making this kind of, you know, cardboard, you know, paper mache version of their game to, to, to make sure it works first, you know? And, like, right. and how that, and then, but when it finally comes to fruition, like, when that guy goes in with the, uh, was it Ray's and, was it? Ray God, guns God? and rocket ships? H- yeah. When he yeah. goes into the store, I mean, like, I mean, we all, like, you know, it's like when you see your movie poster up or whatever it is, like, it's that thing of, I did it. You did yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Um. So, so yeah, I I mean, obviously, I I think you can tell we both thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. here's something we didn't talk about at all. This thing is beautifully shot oh, as well.
2: Oh, bro, you just beat me to it. I was going to say, Michael <laughs> Cox and Robert, the way it's shot, I mean oh. – it's just there's nothing about it. It's almost as you know, how they talk about uh, uh, in, in the dock, how you know the, the board is everything, you know, how it looks is everything. And yeah, I yeah. gotta tell you, you guys nailed the way this thing looks. It's so inviting. It could have been so sterile and so un- uninteresting to you know be in these, in these, even the hall shots, like these big hall shots. You got the one yeah. shot. I, I have to talk about this because I'm from Indiana, but there was uh, one shot of like the expo oh, in Con. Indiana, and just the 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 time lapse of everybody going into that. I was like, oh, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah, like, that was a-
0: it's amazing. I mean, oh, you think, and, and you think about it, like, now, like, you couldn't even, like, you couldn't even have that. No! Like, no. I would never be there. Like, I won't be there for five years, at least, <laughs> you know what I mean, with this COVID <laughs> thing. Like, like, but but, how, like, that's part of it, too. Like, this thing of gathering and doing games. And now you can't even do it. Like, yeah. you guys, like, got this in
4: right under the radar. Yeah. Oh, my or God. Like, yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah. You know, Jeez. It, it, it's funny, because it's something that I forgot about until, like, until... Watching it again uh, after it was released, I was like, "Oh, oh, look at this! This is this this is unsettling." Now it's oh. definitely yeah. been triggering
1: oh, yeah. for people on social media who watch and they're oh, like, yeah. "Oh my god, the convention scenes! It makes me scared, and I miss it at the same time." Oh, right,
2: yeah. right, yeah. Oh my gosh, but yeah, h- hats off to your cinematographers because they they did such a great job. Uh, with yeah, beautiful with how picture. This looks. Yeah, yeah oh. Charles
1: did a great job. I, I was always amazed by all the footage he was showing me looks yeah it looks it, it turned out so good you know really now, Charles, yeah. Charles
2: let me ask you how much how much of uh are you a hands-on director when it comes to like your cinematographers are you like going now let's try to get this shot or are you just like I, I trust these guys are good I trust them and you know they obviously share with you with their shooting uh, and everything but uh, who is it a collaboration or are you, are you uh, steering the boat? So to say,
4: you know, it's a little bit of a collaboration, but, uh, but I would say that for the most part, it's, it's like my philosophy is, um, you know, if I, if, if I could do a better job, then I'd be doing it, not them. And they're there for a reason. So <laughs> I should, I should let right. them, let them do their mm. thing. you oh, know? Okay. And I told um, Mike Cox, I said to, you know, early on, I said to him, I said, look, if if I want something specific, I'll tell you, and if I hate something, I'll tell you, and everything in between. Use your best judgment. And, oh wow! And you nice. know, and nice. yeah. this is this is what came
1: about it.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, hats off to uh, hats off to Michael and, yeah, and it, to you because great job. Is
1: this uh, Michael's first feature? I think it is Michael's first
4: feature. That's I'll oh, wow. say that it that it is his first feature that's released. He hmm. may have shot one or two other things that have never like. Uh, as far as features go, that have not come out yet, but mm. uh, I know he's done a lot of of TV work. Um, but this right. is his first feature released.
1: Oh, sweet! Wow! He's totally yeah.
4: going te- to totally text me and be like, "This is not my first feature, man." <laughs> 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 but you know, I mean, he was he was great. Like, it, it was. God, I think like I got his reel, and I I said it to our other producer, uh, Wally Shros. I said, "I said, hey, Wally, what about this guy?" And he just email he just texted me back it's like hire him and then i was like yep okay we're on the same page so wait who, right. who
1: recommended michael to you uh
4: so this is a funny story that i have not told i don't know if you know this story jimmy but we were trying to find somebody to go on the road with us across america uh because we were leaving in like a week and we did not have a cinematographer and oh, wow. and wow. uh I was, you know, getting recommendations. I was asking like everybody I knew for recommendations, and I think at that point we were trying really, really hard to um, find a, a female DP, and uh, we got recommended someone by the name of Katie Walker. Well, Katie Walker was great, and um, you know she was busy, as a lot of the great cinematographers that were that are women. That, whose reels i saw a lot of them had scheduling conflicts like at least three people i would have hired had scheduling conflicts and then katie says you know mm. i'm busy but there's this guy his name is mike cox you got to see his reel you, you gotta oh, wow. you get, you hire him he's not busy and so i saw it
0: and you said you said what about your cox?
4: <laughs> well, what? it's funny you should say that because <laughs> about three or four days into the trip i find out that mike cox is katie walker's husband so they oh. were married. <laughs> oh so, yeah. So Katie recommended her husband and without saying, hey, hire my husband. Wow. You know, right. So right. Oh, you yeah, gotta check this guy thing. out.
2: He's good.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah
1: that's hilarious. hilarious. Yeah, good, good for her. her. She she, I love it. she, you know. I mean, I'm I'm glad she did though. Yeah, he was a trooper. He he was with us in Germany and everything. Wow. I mean that's the
0: other thing too. If you guys went global with this thing, man, I was very impressed. I was like, wow, man, this was not like This wasn't your your typical kind of, you know, one location or at least one country, Doc. Like, you went to multiple countries. Yeah,
1: I, you know, when I first started talking to Charles about this, I'm like, you know, I think we're going to have to travel for this we're going to have to go to Indianapolis because I definitely want to shoot Gen Con and we're going to have to go to Germany because I definitely want to shoot Essen. Mm. And so those were kind of already in the plans very, very early on. And we weren't really sure how we were going to do it, (laughs) but we knew that we had to hit those (laughs) two things. Gen Con in particular, because they were going to have their 50th anniversary. And I felt like it would have been very, you know, just would have been really good to be there and and to like capture it all, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, And that was just in general, a great year for board gaming. So I feel like me and Charles and the team really lucked out in, you know, all the things coming together, the way it did us capturing the people where they were on their journeys. I mean, we were just really lucky the whole time.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. And then, and then all the, the great, like kind of expert people too were, were just awesome. Like then they just seem super excited to be talking about it. I mean, talk about that a little bit
4: so I'll say this you know i I was had lunch with uh Elon Lee the creator of exploding kittens while we were in the middle of May mm. and I, uh, this was after we shot him and you know he even though he's like got a really popular board game he's kind of removed from the board game pop uh you know community a little bit he's kind of his own machine um and so you know mm. we were we were walking to to lunch and he kind of asked I said it's like so you interviewed a lot of uh, a lot of game designers I said yeah and I, and he I said He was kind of like, "Uh, "How are they on camera?" (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) "And you know, he kind of hit on something that uh, sometimes people involved in in this industry are are a little always not the smoothest people on camera." And so that being said, we lucked out tremendously by by the Mm. the wonderful designers and how great they were at talking about what they did. You know, I mean, Eric Lang. Uh, you know Reiner Kanitzia, who's the bow tie guy, Susan McKinley Ross. They were yeah. all, they all had s- so much insightful things to say about you know the industry and making games and you know how they came into it.
0: Uh, awesome. Well, I mean, this is, I I wrote down this is an ode to creativity and following yeah. your passion. You know, whether it be a board game, a selling a movie, writing a book, making a song, and it's all yeah, the same all the shit. Same. Like,
2: yeah, it's,
0: it's it's hard as fuck. But if you put in the work, you know, you will get a yeah. good result. And I just I just really love how universal that theme is through the eyes of the board yeah. game world. Yeah, I mean, so, that, that's well the thing done, that,
1: bro. you know, we're always trying to communicate to people about Game Master. It's like, yes, it, it's it's about board games and, and playing them and that whole industry and all. But we wanted to make something that was universal, that anybody yeah. can, can connect to, even though you don't play board games or know anything about it. Like you, mm-hmm. you, you recognize yeah. the emotional, uh, you know, the struggle of making something and, and you actually like these people because they're coming from a really unique place. And, uh, you know, and that's something that should work for anybody. I mean, I love documentaries because most of the time I'm going into them, not knowing anything about them or the world right. that it takes place in. You know, yeah. and and if you do it well and yeah. you have compelling characters, you have a good narrative and, you, and you're and you able to structure it in a way where it all thematically comes together and it's beautiful and elegant. I mean, that's when it's that's when it's the best, you know, and, yeah. uh, and Charles did a, you know, just such a great job. I mean, I still watch it now and I'll text Charles and I'll go, man, Charles, you did such a great job in this part you know and and it's cool cuz he you know he just kind of knew what to do and it you know came to him in some miraculous way so uh yeah i'll i'll forever praise charles for for figuring it out because a lot of people you know when you tell them you're making a board game documentary you know they're not the most excited to hear it they're like really <laughs> yeah, i mean didn't yeah. rock up the same shit with coffee with barista so mm-hmm. i told charles look, no one's going to get it like, as long as you have a vision and you stick to it and you see it to the end, it'll be okay.
4: You know, wow. I, I had um, a friend of ours who is in the industry who, who you know, um, gets a lot of ideas thrown at him. I told him, hey, I'm directing this board game documentary. He knows Jimmy, too. So we said, hey, we're doing this board game documentary. He he very much so said, I think this is a terrible idea and I don't think you should do it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Wow.
1: Has he you know, seen it? I don't it know, since... Jimmy. Has he seen it?
4: Who are you talking about? You know who I'm talking about. Come on.
1: No, tell, tell me. Just say the name. It's okay. Uh, no, I don't. No, I'm not going to do that.
4: I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can text about it.
2: <laughs> Hang on. I'll text, yeah. I'll text
4: you. There you well, go. <laughs> well,
1: well, well anyway, yeah, it's yeah. fine. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think everybody who has seen the doc gets it now. You know, like yeah, most people, like they'll sure. tell me, like, well, you know, I didn't know how you're going to do this. But I understand now, you know, and, it's, yeah. and that's really hard because I don't know how to communicate, what, you know, the thing I see, you know, like yeah. I, I, oh, uh, Charles, oh, um, he has not seen it yet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, but like, you know, people don't get it and it's okay. You know, and that's I think that speaks to what I'm trying to communicate through these documentaries I work on. Is like, you know, if you have a passion that that is strong, that could get you through the years, that could feed your soul and edify you, that's the thing that's important, even if nobody else believes you. Right. Mm -hmm. Like even if nobody else believes you, it's, it's okay to keep on going, you know, until you want to quit, but you should never, you should never let anybody dictate like what you should do when it comes to like your dreams and your creativity and all that stuff. So yeah, I mean, look, I make weird docs about hobbies I like. Right. And then then I find people who want to do this thing with me (laughs) and (laughs) I I trick them into four years of documentary filmmaking where it's really hard. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) and you know and but you know what charles has that fire too and that's the thing that like why me and charles are such good friends is because like you know we're kind of the same people in that way we're Mm. really driven and we don't give a about what most people say about the shit we do like it doesn't matter as long as we we really care about what we're doing yeah i mean
4: he emailed me a review that someone said he sent, and uh and it wasn't even a bad review and i said i messaged him back said i don't care about this guy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but you know i'll say some other stuff about it so like as far as just like the crafting of this documentary like you, uh, people say what's the hardest part about making this documentary and one of the answers is to make non-moving non-anthropomorphic wooden and cardboard pieces look interesting on camera um yeah. you know yeah th- yeah and that was really hard and some of our early footage was not interesting oh my because God. we had to oh figure God. it out. So um, terrible. <laughs> you know, but there's a certain there's a certain but
1: figured it out. He did.
4: There there's a certain needle that you have to thread with documentaries, I think. Um unless you're making like I think like a, a sports or a competition documentary where the where the through line is a little bit more clear. Um but like with documentaries like this, I like even bio picks or whatever, it, you have to thread the needle between like having a plan and having no plan because things are gonna happen that you're mm. not aware of, but you have to go in with some idea of what you're doing. And mm. but you also have to be ready to do a, a 180 when it's time to and also recognize when it's time to, but also not force it. And you know, there's this really great book that I've read uh called The Tao of Leadership. And it's just, it's so much of it is about the balance of like, don't do anything until it's time to do something. Well, when do you know it's time to do something? Well, you pay attention. And then when you realize when it's time, you know, and it's, and it's something that's, it's really hard to do. You kind of have to be actively at rest and just, you know, just constantly Mm. waiting and watching and making sure that things are flowing on the same stream together. And when something gets off stream, you're paying attention. And as I said, actively waiting, and then you jump in and you say, get back in line and, or, or Hey, everybody, we're all turning this way, you know, like, um, and so it's, it's, it's a really fine line to walk. And I think that I, I didn't know, um, when it was going to come together. I just knew that we weren't off course, you know? Ah. And Hmm. then at the end of the day, we we all got a movie, you know, Um, and another another thing with the whole board game pieces being hard to film and nobody getting it. And, you know, all of this stuff there is, you know, I said to Jimmy at the end of it, I said, you know, you know what? You know how I knew that I could make this movie because there was never a moment where I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know if this is going to work. And I, I never had any doubts at all about the movie. Mm. And the reason that I never did was because of a documentary called Helvetica. And that movie Mm. is about one typeface. It's not about the history of fonts. It's about a single typeface and it's a great documentary and it's 80 minutes long. And I said, if this guy can make a movie about one typeface, I better be able to make a movie about this industry. And you know, that's the thing. It's just like it can be done. This guy did it with almost nothing. He made something <laughs> great. I've got right. all. I've got all of this. All of these resources at my fingertips. This this entire world of board gaming. You know, I, there's no excuses. <laughs> nice. Nice.
0: nice. I love it. I love it. Can, yeah, congrats man. again, guys. It's it, it's a great doc. You, you should go check it out, Game Master. It's available on all. All the streaming services, yes, yes yeah, pretty much. Okay. <laughs> if, yeah. if you
4: if you find one that we're not on, you tell us, we'll get on that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> awesome, love it. Yeah, like it, it, it's. I, I'm telling you, you will not yeah, be disappointed, and you'll probably want to go buy a board game. I, after I totally wanted to buy a board
2: game afterwards. I,
0: yeah. Uh, awesome. So, uh, what do you say, bro? Should we get into some trailers? Let's do it. Our first trailer this evening, Veto is faith based. Uh okay I I I know you you believe in God but uh what's the movie? Uh well this this trailer's taking me to church. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Wow. Yeah, I know. love it. Love it.
2: Uh no this is a comedy. Comedy. Uh comedy. And uh let's see uh when two friends realize all faith-based movies make buckets of cash they set out on a mission to make one of their
0: own. And hilarity ensues. Oh, my gosh. Uh, wow. This was this was really pretty funny. Uh, yeah. This is full of fair disclosure. We actually know the, the writers and creators of, of this movie. Yes. Uh, Luke Barnett and Tanner Thomason. Uh, they've actually been on the podcast before for their yes. horror movie. That they uh, they created, which was kind of like uh, it was a horror, but then it had the comedy in it as well, and it had a yeah. fun twist to it. And so, uh, they have what a, was they have their a movie? movie? Fear Inc. Fear oh, right. Inc. Okay, Fear, I'll check yeah, it yeah. out. Yeah, it's yeah, good. it's good. It's, it's good. It's a good little ride, you know. And it's it's they have some twists and stuff, so it's it's fun. It's a, it's a lot yeah. of fun um, and clever. But just and it's well done. Yeah. Um, so, what you think, bro? Uh, yeah, this is this is a good look. This is this is a, a,
2: a fun time. Uh, and the, I'll say this: the amount of names they got in this movie, uh, like uh, what's his name, uh, Jason Alexander. Oh my god! Oh my Every god. time that guy was on the screen, I was cracking up. <clears throat> totally. Like, um, but yeah, I mean, this just looks like a fun. Why not? Like, why not make a movie about trying? to make a movie about a Christian film to make money, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it, it, the pacing of this trailer was nice. Uh, it, it, There was a lot of good, you know, everybody seems to be doing their job as far as uh, as far as acting wise. I mean, is it campy? Yeah, it looks like it's a good camp, though. You know, um, Luke seems to be doing a good job. A dude just (laughs) he's rocking a mustache. I love it. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, this is a good look for me. I mean, this this definitely seems like it's like, yeah, I need something that's going to make me laugh that I don't have to take too seriously and uh, and just enjoy enjoy. A little laughter you know what i mean how about you bro
0: uh yeah yeah i'm, I'm with you 100 uh I, you're right and the, the pacing of this is is really nice like it doesn't linger too long on things you know we hit the jokes and we keep it moving um but we also like there's also uh it's grounded too right it's not just yeah. jokes and chuckles um I, I i feel like there's gonna i i feel like we're gonna get like a kind of you know, uh, a moral at the end of the story, you know, I, yeah. I feel like we're going to go on a nice little ride. Um, and, and I, and I love the, the idea of like, you know, like we talked about kind of before this idea of like this, Oh, here's a get rich quick scheme, you know, yeah, these yeah. movies make money so we can just do that, you know, and it's right. like it's easy, no problem, you know? Sure. Um, so, I mean, I love that thing of like, do you guys know, how to make a movie. And then they just like are literally imitating like every <laughs> stupid thing. I love Noises. such <laughs> a great, such a great thing. So, uh, yeah. yeah and, and they, they got, I mean, this is a great cast too. I mean, you got some, you got some venerable actors in this thing. Yeah. Um, and it just goes to show you, you know, when you write something well and you know, uh, you, 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 I'll, I'll go on any ride if, if it's done well, you know, whether it be a doc, whether it be, you know, a Marvel movie, whether it be this, like, yeah. when it, when you do it right, I'm in. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah I'm definitely in on this. What do you? What about right. you, Jimmy?
1: Yeah, I actually really dug it. I mean, it's not a movie based on the title. I would have like clicked in the in the listing of trailers that are out right now. But uh, now that you now that I've watched it, I was like, oh, I actually really want to see this. It's a really clever premise. I was kind of amazed as, uh, at the the cast uh, that they have pulled together, and it gave me a little bit of like disaster artist vibes. Uh, Mm. like on a like a like a more comedic level Um, but yeah I mean I I love movies about people trying to make movies in general so uh this one was kind of like up my alley and it's like it's like so zany and it's just cool to see Margaret Cho you know cool to see Lance Henriksen and yeah yeah um, over Lance Reddick I mean um and uh you know they just they just had a cool cast
4: love it love it yeah what about you uh
0: (laughs) Charles
1: you
4: know, uh, I, I think uh, Jimmy and I know what our what our next project is, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, what are we doing, wasting our time with documentaries? We could be doing, I maybe, know, right? <laughs> no. Um, no, I mean this this looks like an entertaining trail. It looks like a good time. Uh, you know, a lot of lot of people in it that I that I haven't seen for a second, which is great. Uh, yeah, that's nice.
0: great. Nice. Yeah. All right, so uh, magic question, bro. Oh yeah, what do you give it? uh i'll give this i'll give this a uh i'll give
2: this a solid three i think it's i think it's doing more than its job uh it's got me interested i had some chuckles um i'm actually uh you know it's in that zone of like oh yeah is it is it streaming most likely yeah i'll stream that and uh, get a get a good laugh in for the weekend um you know uh so yeah it's a good look for me how about you bro
0: uh I'm gonna go strong three on this. Okay. Um, this, I mean, I, I was entertained the whole time. You know, like you said, every time they did a, that mo- anything with Jason Alexander, I oh just my God. he just he was nailing it, and I was laughing. And, and you know, and and I love this. You know, obviously, this isn't a new story, right? Like we seen like two idiots trying to come together and make something right. happen, right? Like, um. So I, you know, but again, when it's done well, I, I'm in. And yeah. I think that the, the the dynamic between Tanner and Luke is great. I uh, yeah. think Tanner is a great idiot. Like he does that well, and it's funny because you know when you know him in real life. You're like he's not an idiot, but no, no, you know, not he, by any he, means. But he does it. He does it well. Um, and yeah, I just I, I will agree with Jimmy though. I I I would agree that the title. You're right. It doesn't necessarily pull you in, um, mm. but. It's because I think of what it's trying to do, so I, I'll give it a pass. It's it's not the best title. Maybe you could come up with something better. I'm sure they probably had 15 titles before they came out with this, and I'd be interested to. Hopefully, we'll talk to them and see see what it uh what other versions Where it came were. From. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but uh, but no, I'm I'm ready to go in this. This is gonna be a and it's a tight 130. It's like perfect for a comedy. You right, know I mean, like you're in and out. You had some chuckles. You know, drink a beer and have a good time. Yeah. What about you, Jimmy?
1: You know, I I will actually give it a four, and and wow. this is my reason. Okay, this is my reason. Okay. Four is your
4: lowest rating.
1: This is <laughs> this is not a movie on my radar. This is not a movie I would ever clicked on because of the title, right? I'm like, oh, this right. is not for me. Whatever, right? There's so many things causing me to not seek this movie out. Right. Just like in general, right? None of the actors are like people who who pull me, you know, like I like them, but they're, you know, they're not usual draws for me. So after watching the trailer, it did its job tremendously because I'm actually going to watch this probably this weekend. And uh, I'm really interested in it. And uh, yeah, I love the premise. But, uh, you know, as its job to like market to people and and to get them to want to watch it, like I did, I think they did a great job uh, in getting somebody like me who was not an audience for this Mm. movie uh, to really want to watch it.
4: Right. Awesome. Awesome. That's cool.
0: Last, but certainly not least, Mr.
4: Charles. You know, I think, I think I got to give it a three. Um, While this trailer was enjoyable, uh, I'd say there's probably a low chance that I will actually end up seeing this movie. And that's not because I don't want to. It's because I don't feel compelled to. And there's, Mm. there's like so much stuff out there right now uh, or always, you know, just, I have just like an, you know, like everybody, I have an endless queue of things that I have to watch. I haven't even finished the first season of Umbrella Academy. Um, Oh, really? No, Uh, I, yeah, I know. I know. know. (laughs) Soon. We can talk in like a week. (laughs) But have you you
0: seen The Wire? That's the really what's I
4: have seen The Wire. Okay, there you go. Uh, You know, I have seen The Wire, um, but, you know, it's, it, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, this seems entertaining, but am I going to remember this in three weeks? I'm not sure that mm. I am. And so I got to sure. give it a three. Okay. okay. No, that's All right. I, I like that. it was If it was on, if it was on, I would certainly keep it on. You know? Charles, sure. did
1: you see who was releasing the movie? No. Gravitas Ventures. It's Gravitas. Ooh, look at that. <laughs> the distributors of uh, Game Master. Well, okay. maybe he'll remember, he'll remember <laughs>
0: that <in> three weeks. <laughs> uh
1: yeah, because I think actually
0: this doesn't come out till October 9th, I believe, is what is when this actually comes out. Mm-mm. Um so uh cool. Uh all right, so uh faith
2: based gets a solid three from Beto. A strong three
0: from Shawnee, uh
1: a good four from Jimmy, a regular three from Charles.
2: Our second trailer tonight, Sean is Possessor. <laughs> nah, I'm not sure why you drug that out,
0: <laughs> but I was gonna, I was channeling my, my inner out. channeling my inner toast. Uh, oh, okay. To, <laughs> to do... my inner my
2: inner toast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, if you get that
0: reference good on you if you don't, yeah, go to go to Netflix and you'll figure yeah, it out. yeah, exactly. Figure um, it out. Oh my god. This is a horror sci-fi. Yes, right in my zone. Wow. Possessor follows an agent who works for a secretive organization that uses brain implant technology to inhabit other people's bodies, ultimately driving them to commit assassinations for high-paying clients. Wow. I mean, they, they
2: for the synopsis they could have just put "watch the trailer." Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, wow.
0: All right, this, bro, you got to start. Like, start talking. Well, it's funny because like my mind was like racing. Like, I was like, because like in a, in a weird way, like this is not a new story, but it's no. it's the way they're telling it. Yeah. And- yeah, yeah you know, like the use of the, the virtual and technology and, you know, cause like my mind went to like, uh, Oh God, what's the, the Schwarzenegger one when he, uh, total recall. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yes. Yeah, total yeah. recall. Like, like there was like that came to mind. And, you know, so it's just, uh, but it's obviously it's, it's very modern. Like it, we're definitely in 2020 yeah. in this movie, you know? Uh, so I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the trailer. This, this thing just jumps right off and you're like, what is going on? What am I watching? Uh, And you're not sure. And then you think, you know, and then you, then you really know, and then you still don't know. So it's like, and, 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 and it's all in a great way. It's all like, I want to see this movie. I can't wait to jump in on this. When does this come out? Because uh, you know, this is a good, a good look for me. Uh, And it's, and it's hard to do these days because you know, Especially when you have, you know, a Christopher Nolan making movies, you know, because so, I, I, I kind of get a Nolan vibe with this too in way. And, yeah. you know, but this is definitely not Nolan, but there's a little Nolan vibe to it, but it's its own mm-hmm. thing. So it's like, hats off to this Brandon Cronenberg who directed this because... Yeah, uh, wrote Br- and directed it. Yeah, so you're right. Yeah, yeah. Brandy Crohn's, yeah. Brandy Crones. Uh, <laughs> Brandi- <Brandi> Crones. Coming <laughs> in strong. Yeah. yeah I- I'm yeah. in. What about you, bro?
2: uh yeah man this is a good look like this is right in the right zone for me uh you you said a lot of things that i can't disagree with um it's crazy but it's all good like like for me i'm like i'm like i'm taking in my mind i'm taking like the matrix inception and ex machina and just smashing them all into one movie and i'm just like nice those are all winners for me you know um yeah the it's a crazy, there's a crazy factor to this. There's like, this is so well thought out. Like that's, that's when, that's when I get excited about a movie where I'm like, this is so thought out. Like the Brand- Brandon must've just sat down and was like, I'm filling out this world and I don't care what anybody thinks, you know, <laughs> and I'm going to make a movie of it. And that's exactly uh, what he did. I-, I I can't wait to go on a ride. Uh, the characters and like, you know, going the whole concept of going into someone else and like making them do something. And then like that person's like, no, I don't want to do that. And then you're like, Oh, well, how do, what do I do then? You know, but it, it, this just looks so well shot. The, The concept behind it is so like you said, it's nothing new necessarily, but it's the way it's put together makes it so exhilarating for me that I just can't wait to watch this. So, Wow amazing jimmy how how about you man how do you feel
1: yeah i the trailer was cut really great it definitely had a you know a uh, nolan vibe in a a different frequency uh Mm. i love the look of it it has this kind of this neon horror It, it it felt grody but really exciting uh yeah the tone of it was so i don't know it just like drew me in uh, this, it's an interesting movie because it's like not a lot of like well-known people. Like right. we, obviously we recognize uh, Jennifer Jason Lee, but uh, a lot of the other faces are more like European actors. Um, Andrea Rispo, she's great, but uh, she's not that well-known out here. Uh, but like, man, it makes me immediately want to watch this again. And I've already seen it. <laughs> like, right. Right. Like what a killer trailer, just the music on, on, on top of everything. Um, if, if, want to watch something to kind of tide you over before this comes out watch mm-hmm. brandon cronenberg's first film um antiviral um it is one of my favorite movies uh, of all time wow. okay. it uh it stars kayla landry jones who was banshee and x-men first class and it's oh, yeah. it's also an equally wild film it's wow. it's about a future where people are so obsessed with celebrities that uh-huh. they pay money to get their their colds and their viruses and their flus for a certain period of time. Oh, wow. And so like the more famous you are, the more money you could charge for somebody getting your particular strain of the flu, for example. It is so wild, so crazy. And that's why when Possessor um, hit Sundance, when me and Charles were there, I was like, this is on my top list of what I want to see because I've been waiting for Brandon Cronenberg's follow-up for a while.
2: Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Charles, how about
4: you? You know, I have to say, I don't know that I loved the trailer. Uh, really? I don't know that I love the trailer, but I am intrigued, uh, by, by Cronenberg, by, you know, by son of Cronenberg, I should say, you know, and see, to see what right. he can do because, you know, I'm familiar with, with, uh, David Cronenberg's work and this is very, I don't want to say derivative because that sounds like I'm being mean, but you know, I mean, I guess you know his son is derivative of him in a way. No, yeah. So <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, true. you're not wrong. But so you know, I, I'm I'm interested from that uh, perspective because this is this is if I if I were to see a uh, a trailer for Video Drum, I imagine it would probably look something like this, and I and that interests me.
2: Mm, okay. All right. All right. Uh yeah, so uh, I guess we have to uh round robin on uh, what what do we give this we, bro? How about you? We'll start with you.
0: Oh man, this was it's this a tough one. I'm gonna go strong three again. I'm gonna go strong three. Oh okay. Uh, you know, I was like, is it a four? I'm like, Sigh. I don't think it quite gets there. I mean, I mean, I'm excited for this, but you know, again. We, we've we seen this before um like you know this this type of story yeah uh, i think jimmy put it well that like that it's right this the story itself is pretty straightforward and simple but it it's it's going to be the layers and then it's only going to be the characters and like i we haven't really talked about it but like the you know christopher abbott man this guy this kid's i like this kid a lot um you know he's the he's the guy that says no yeah. finally Right. Um. And I, I've seen him in a, in a couple of things, and I'm I'm always like, this guy's just good. Um. And it's interesting because Jennifer Jason Leigh obviously is known for being crazy, but I don't know if you guys know this, Andrea Reesboro. I've seen her in like three different things, and she's always crazy. Really? Like, yeah. Like she's kind of like the new Jennifer Jason Leigh, and it's funny because she's <laughs> because she's but she's also British too. So oh wow. Uh, it's interesting cuz i've seen her i've seen her be british and i've seen her be american and but it's always like you like you're attracted to her but you know like like she's not one you you like she's one you leave before the night's over right you don't you don't <laughs> you don't wake up don't. next to this one because you might not wake up you know like yeah, yeah. that's kind of so it's interesting that she's then this kind of uh you know the, the i guess I'm trying to think she's not a clone, but what is it? She? She's the brain behind all the stuff, right? I guess that's what we're, that's kind she's of the conceit. She's
2: the agent, right? Or right. But she's the
0: one that's like making it all happen mentally as oh, opposed yeah. to physically. Right. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And and
0: I, and it seems like she might also be somewhat sickly. I, am not quite sure. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, I just, I, I, I think it's going to be a fun ride. um, but it doesn't quite get to a four for me. We'll see when oh, okay. we see the movie. All right, um, but you know I'm I'm definitely excited though. Yeah. What about you, bro? Uh,
2: I'm I'm going four four mm. all day. This looks really good. This this hit every bell and whistle that I love. Uh, I can't wait to do this. If if I could if I could log out and watch this right now, I would. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's a four from me. Uh, how about uh, we'll go, Charles? Charles, how about you?
4: You know, I think I'm going to give this a strong three.
2: Okay. Oh, okay.
4: Because, uh, you know, um, I think if I see this movie, I won't forget it, but uh, I might forget to watch this movie. So, you know, that's a strong three. Oh, okay.
1: (laughs) Okay. All right.
4: (laughs) Uh, Jimmy, how about you?
1: Uh, This is a a strong four. Uh, Like I said, I've seen it, and I immediately want to – Go out and watch it again. And this wow. is exactly the type of movie that, when it's playing at a film festival, I call Charles up and I go, "Hey, Charles, come with me to watch this movie. I'm not going to tell you anything about it, and I just drag <laughs> him to it. <laughs> so Charles it. will probably end it. up watching this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, it's funny it. how you
4: say that because we were at a film festival together where this was playing, and you didn't bring me.
1: Yeah, <laughs> oh. I saw this twice. And and you, you weren't with
4: me. You didn't ask me either time. I haven't seen this movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know the how first well time i saw it, it was at it was at midnight and i went by myself that's how bad i wanted to see it i think the first time i saw it was at midnight by myself and the second time was with other friends but for some reason i thought you were there but i guess yeah. not
4: i I was not there no. it okay. was
0: it was his other friends, yeah yeah, other yeah, friends. yeah 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 his other friends <laughs> all right so possessor gets a strong three from shawnee a four from Vito.
4: He gets a strong three from Charles. And a strong four from Jimmy.
0: Our third trailer this evening, Vito, is... The Batman. Cool. <laughs> wow, that was, that was really scary, man. Yeah, yeah,
2: I'm hanging upside down to say it that way.
0: Oh, perfect, perfect.
2: <laughs> perfect, awesome. <laughs> uh, no, this is a action crime drama the plot is unknown. <laughs> <laughs> plot is I was unknown. gonna do it in a Batman voice, and I thought, no, that's dumb. <laughs> yeah. Uh no, uh, this is the next um iteration of Batman from Matt Reeves, director Matt Reeves. Not a lot is known about this, except for Robbie Patts.
0: Yeah, Bob, Bobby Patz.
2: Yeah, oh, Bobby Pats. That's the way to do that, yeah.
0: Uh, Bobby Pats <laughs> is playing the title character. Yes. So we have him. We also have Pauly Dans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, playing uh, <laughs> the Riddler. Yeah, Paul Dano, uh-huh. Uh, and one of my favorites, Jeff- Ooh, Jeffrey Wright, man. He kind of steals it. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Jeffy. Th- Jeffy, Jeffy, Jeffy writes. Yeah, yeah, he game. totally steals
2: it from you. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I love that guy
0: playing uh, James Gordon. Yep. Uh, Andy Sirks. <laughs> that's right Andy Serkis. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Playing Alfred.
2: Yes. Uh, so that's kind of all the biggest. And then no, Kali Furs. Oh, Kali oh, Furs playing the penguin.
0: Oh. Yeah, um, I was. Kravitz.
2: When I heard that, I was like, uh, I don't know about that, but whatever.
0: <laughs> okay, and then Zoe Kravitz playing Catwoman.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. Oh, and we got Peter Sarsgaard in this too. Yeah. Yeah, we got, got a giant, bunch of names. Got John
0: Torturo too. Sure. just yeah, yeah. to Throw them all in there. Just throw them
2: all in. Yeah. What's sign that? me up. <laughs>
0: let's, let's me and you make a Batman movie. Then we could be in a Batman movie too. That's right. Great. Right. That sounds amazing.
2: Uh, we got to give a shout-out to somebody who's never going to get a shout-out. Uh, Tony McCarthy. He's uncredited. But, you know, way to go, man. You're- <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> uncredited. Wow. We wow. never give a shout-out to the people that don't get a You're credit. right. You're Come right. On. You're right. That's a good call, bro. That's a good call. All right. All right. Yeah, look him up. He's on IMDb. <laughs> um, all right. What'd all right. What right.
0: What'd you think, bro? Uh.
2: You know what? I... I was just the last part of the trailer kind of pulled me back in, but I wasn't as excited as I, as I wanted to be about this.
3: Mm.
2: I don't know how I feel yet. Like okay. I was like, "Oh, okay." Like interesting. Uh, I'm more excited about the cast of this movie than the movie itself right now. Um okay. Well, the know, plot is
0: unknown, so that's fair.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, e- but even then, the trailer is like, <laughs> you know, it's given me some kind of idea. I do like the idea that maybe he's going to be a little bit more of a detective in this mm. from a certain standpoint, because I think that's one thing that they haven't really focused in on with Batman. Wow. Did I just turn into a nerd? Yeah, I did. Um, just? No. <laughs> <laughs> in this episode, I mean. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So I'm... I want to see more, Uh, but the last part of this trailer definitely got me excited about kind of the dark side of where we're going to go with this, but yeah, I'm, I'm a little on the fence right now. So
0: uh, yeah. Okay. How about you, bro? Actually, I would like to hear from uh, our, 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 our person today that is pretty much down on almost everything. Uh, Charles, uh, how are (laughs) I, I really, I'm curious how you feel about this.
4: Okay. So <clears throat> you know the couple things that you have to take into consideration when assessing this trailer um uh-huh. number 1 is that it's a teaser trailer you know ah. it even says this movie's still in production in the trailer i don't know if i've ever seen that before but oh, wow. you know it, it, it's a teaser trailer it's just giving you a taste right mm. um if I were minutes. to see this. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. If I were to see this, you know, we we live, obviously everybody knows who Batman is and everyone's familiar yeah. with the villains that are going to be in the movie. And so it's kind of like, oh, I wish I could have seen, uh, you know, what Colin Farrell's penguin looks like, what Paul right. Daniels looks like, and even get a better look at Catwoman. But <clears throat> again, it's a teaser. And if we were to live in a world where n- there was no Batman prior to this, and no one knew what it was, I feel uh-huh. like I feel like I would remember this trailer and remember having seen this when the actual trailer comes out. So mm. I-, I would say that I actually like this a lot. Oh wow! Okay, all right. What about you, Jimmy? Uh,
1: this trailer makes me scream of with enthusiasm. I'm I'm slowly f- amped for this i love (laughs) i love the casting for it it's uh it's you know, a lot of people felt it was unconventional and going against type for a lot of these actors. But I, but this is what I love when new creative teams tackle comic book characters. I mean, this mm. is the reason why I loved reading comic books for like all of my life is like you could follow a creative team and their run and really enjoy it and really like it. And you could feel they squeezed out all the best parts out of it. But then yeah. another creative team could come in and just breed new life into it. And that's like the beauty of characters like Batman that endure, that endure, you know, decade after decade after decade. And, you know, Superman's the same way too. And so is the X-Men and so will Mm. the Avengers, you know, like there, there is a, a really strong philosophy, you know, surrounding this really, you know, character that's kind of born out of vengeance You know, and just Mm. trying to right the wrongs, and how simple Batman is, man. You can tell so many complex stories, and I agree with Vito. I think this is going to go down a detective path because some of the Batman's most famous stories are his detective stories, like the Long Halloween and stuff. So, I I kind of like this vibe. It's definitely a new vibe we've uh, we haven't seen before in a cinematic form. So, I'm. all over this i love Mm. the cast it it really excites i love i love a beefed up alfred the fact that they cast andy circus as alfred makes me think alfred is gonna some shit up in this. nice and 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 just a tag a
2: little extra note on there i'm not against breaking the norm on things because i know that's kind of how i felt originally i was like oh i don't know about the casting this but they did it with the new Spider-Man and I love the new format uh, that oh, they're yeah. using for the new Spider-Man. So, uh, I'm not opposed to changing up how we view these characters anymore. So, anyway, that's my two cents.
4: So, another thing that's interesting about this trailer and, you know, it plays into uh, the movie, you know, the, the one of the villains in the movie is the Riddler. There is a riddle embedded in the trailer. And, you know, this yeah. isn't news to the people of the internet, but <clears throat> um, when he opens up the card it says, "What does a, a liar do when he is dead?" And then there is a crypto quiz in the card that is visible that you can solve.
2: Oh wow! Hmm. Okay, all right. They went they went full nerd on this. Okay. So <laughs> I believe
1: I saw the the answer on Reddit a while ago. Yeah, it comes. I can't oh, the, wow. remember what it is.
2: Okay. Well, you, uh, you got to solve now. it or Google. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely going back.
0: Um. Okay, I'm going to be the the resident in this one
2: oh yeah go for it bro i can't wait
0: why the f- are we making another batman movie <laughs> oh my god it's the been world made. always
1: needs another batman. no
0: we don't christopher <laughs> nolan has signed sealed and delivered this character to us we're done we're good it's never going to be better uh, you could say you could make an argument oh it's going to be different it's th- i mean is it that much different than nolan i mean like to me this was derivative and it was like trying to be edgier and but it's like we're, we're seeing the same kind of tropes and things. And, you know, I it's trying to be a little bit more, you know, dark or maybe a little bit more mysterious. Uh, you bring up a good point with the, the detective thing. OK, I do like the idea of Andy Serkis kicking a, especially after him in Black Panther, because, you know, before that, he was only, you know, a weird thing or a, he was a monkey. So uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm excited for him to be like a real person and maybe kicks it ass monkey. again. Um, but other than that, I'm just like, I, I don't know why we're doing this. I mean, I get it. I get it. Like, people are going to watch it because people can't get enough of this. But I'm so tapped out. And and this definitely did not make me excited to come back in. I was just like, oh, look, another pseudo-edgy kind of derivative thing. Awesome. That's, wow. yeah. Wow. Yeah, I have... <laughs> And I was hoping that Robert Pattinson was going to pull me in. Uh, what I've seen so far, I mean, it's not enough, because I like him a lot. I mean, I, I think he's, you know. He's good. He's a yeah. good actor. I mean, I love him in, uh, uh, oh, God, what the hell? Twilight? So Twilight. Is that that's right? what he yeah. Twilight, yeah. Twilight, he's my favorite in that. That's um, his best work. <laughs> No, the Safdie brothers, good good time. Oh, good, good time. time, yeah. That's he's incredible. What made, yeah, that's what, like, was like, oh, this guy's a real actor. Okay, now I see. Uh, he was just doing that Twilight thing because he's pretty. Um, so, and I get it. Like, you know, he's trying to, we're, we're trying to go against type with all this. And fine, I just, I just, like, guess what? We know what the plot is. It's not a no. We know exactly what the plot is. It's the same plot of every other f- Batman movie. And yet we're going to make another one. <laughs> So, heads up, bro. I'm good, bro. Wow,
2: <laughs> wow. All right. Well, then, on that, I have to jump right into. What do you give this, bro? <laughs> uh,
0: I'm gonna go soft three. Oh, wow. Okay. Because All I mean, right. I, obviously, like it's doing its job. I know the nerds are tickled pink about this, <laughs> but I could give three in a bag. Yeah. What about you, bro? Uh, I, Well, because I'm not
2: completely sold on it, I'm going to go solid three because I, I need to see something else. I need to see a full on trailer. Give me something a little bit more than just this. But there is definitely an aspect of this that I could see me being excited about. But yeah, it hasn't had, this teaser has not won me over as of yet. So uh, solid three for me.
0: And that's another thing, too. I'm sorry to jump in again, but yeah yeah okay so if <laughs> sure if, we, if it's a teaser then why is it two and a half f- minutes well that's and it, another and thing if, yeah and if we're not like if it's not ready then don't give it to us yet but it's like oh well comic-con we got to give them it for comic-con because we got to get people hyped up about it and it's like well if it's not ready it's not ready because like yeah like the trailer didn't like give us anything because they don't have it they haven't <laughs> shot it yet you know so i don't know i just it's just to me this is all like this is another this version of dc trying to keep up with marvel and you're never going to do it. Like, so stop trying. Just be your own mm. thing. Yeah make, yeah. make more wonder woman's cause they're good movies.
2: <laughs> awesome. Uh, Jimmy, how about you?
1: I, I give this obviously a rock hard five. <laughs> wow. Uh, I, I am amped for it. I love it. I love the character of Batman. Uh, I don't care who's directing Batman. I'm excited to see new takes on him. Um, um. I I will watch him all the way till I'm old.
2: <laughs> uh, uh, Charles, how about you?
1: Uh, I give it a solid
4: four.
2: Okay. Wow. wow. Yeah. wow. okay, All right.
4: I, th- I, think it does I thought its jo- I, you were
2: going to be with me on this, Charles. Uh, but no, I, yeah. you know,
4: I'm not. I think this does its job. I think it's memorable. You know, it's, it's uh, it, you, a trailer. It's supposed to give you a taste of the movie. It's supposed to leave an impact. You know, not just be entertaining for the two or three minutes that you watch it, and uh, I think this is this is one that that leaves an impact. You know, it's memorable.
2: Okay. All right, all right. <laughs> uh, not for Sean, obviously, but well, you know, I, <laughs>
4: I, I, I think it'll be memorable for him. He Seems to have a very strong opinion about it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Touche, Charles Touche I mean, it's memorable, not in a good way But it's memorable <laughs> So, th- there's that Oh my
2: gosh Alright, so The Batman gets a solid 3 from
4: Vito so,
0: oh, 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 3 from Shawnee
4: I get it I give it a regular 4
1: A rock hard 5 from Jimmy <laughs>
2: Our fourth and final trailer Tron tonight
0: is. The 40 year old version. Not the 40 year old <laughs> virgin. I was going to say, Steve do we have to talk Carole. about me again?
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it'd be more yeah. like a 50 year old version. I was going to say, it's more 50 now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm an old man.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. No, this is the 40 year old version. Radha is a down-on-her-luck New York playwright who is desperate for a breakthrough before 40. Reinventing herself as a rapper, Radha Mus Prime, she facilitates between the worlds of hip-hop and theater in order to find her true voice. Uh, this was brought to us by our in-house director of the night, yes. Mr. Charles Murs. uh well done, sir. I did not yeah. know what we were gonna get from this. This was not what I was expecting. No, uh-uh. But uh this is uh, uh this is a good look. Yeah. Uh comedy drama. Uh writer director. Writer director, Rod Starring Blank. in it. Yeah. yeah starring. Uh what do you think, bro? Uh this is a good look. Uh I I in the
2: shortly in the beginning, I thought, is this gonna be one of those like trying too hard to be a comedy but then Mm. it just quickly quickly took off and then what i loved about this was it's that whole trope of like trying too hard makes it funny Mm. and but yet there's still i still got those notes in there that there's gonna be some deeper meaning in there that yeah i might find myself like oh wow we went there i didn't even see that coming but I love it, you know, type of thing. Right. So, uh, yeah, so I'm excited about it. I love the fact that I didn't think I would ever say this. I love the fact that it's on Netflix and I can watch it because I don't have to wait for it. Like, well, I do, but, you know, you know what I mean. Um, That it's on a, it's going to be readily available to me within the next month to watch because I think... In three weeks, I'm still gonna remember this, and I'm gonna be looking for it. So uh, well, it's a good also, look for me.
0: Netflix will blast a shit out of it, so
2: you'll well, you have course. a choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Netflix is kind of the zone I'm in right now because there's I don't know. I I just love Netflix right now. So um, yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Uh, how about you, bro? Uh, they had me at tribe called Quest. <laughs> uh they cause they start it with uh, a tribe song. Uh and and it's a little bit of a deep, I mean not a super deep cut, but it's definitely like, you know, it's not one of their hit hits. Yeah. Um and so I was like all of a sudden my head's bobbing, I'm dry, you know, and I'm like, okay, all right, you got me. Um and then we go on this interesting ride mm. of, you know, that that thing of like, what have you done lately? Right. Yeah. Like we we've all we all know that. Like, you know. And we, i mean literally what do we say tonight wait that was five years ago we we did that right. podcast wow yeah. i mean time just flew by and now you know we're all five years older and you know what have you done late you know so like i i love that aspect of it especially as artists we 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 really get that right because yeah. you're successful for two seconds and then no one gives a f- and then all of a sudden like and then it's almost like this thing of like you're almost better off not having any success because all the people do is talk about like you used to be successful, right? Like, or that whole thing. So, so I, I, I obviously relate to this, uh, to the story. Yeah. Yeah, Even, but then it's like, then I love that. It's like this 40 year old black woman who used to be, who's a playwright and now is going to try to rap. And you know, it's just, it's kind of ridiculous. But then at the same time, it's like, that's the world we live in though. Like you always have to be, this make this crazy 180 to be relevant again in a weird way. So
2: <laughs> Right, right. Uh
0: I, I I really like and I and I love the kind of the tone of it. It almost has like early Spike Lee vibe to it too. And then like that it's in yeah. that it's in black and white and like this is like kind of she gotta have it kind of in a weird like. So I love the the idea of, of shooting it in black and white too. I think that gives it a layer, uh a nice layer. Um yeah, I I mean I, I I'm in on this. What about okay. you, Jimmy?
1: Yeah. I, uh, I'm, I'm actually going to echo a lot of things you just said. Uh, I, I love the, the nineties spirit of filmmaking in this, uh, Mm. it it, like, that's Mm. what really got me. Uh, and like a lot of the, the midlife crisis stuff, like as somebody who's in his forties, like I went through every single motion she went through, you Mm. know, like Mm -hmm. I, I moved to LA when I was, you know, 30 and I had to reinvent myself. I had worked in the tech field for 10 years. So And, you know, and it it just I didn't know if I could like come to L.A. and actually pursue the the dream of filmmaking, because, you know, me as an immigrant, I there was no path for me to to get here. I just didn't know how to do it. So I was always scared. And and I like that this movie contributes to the the normalization of like trying to reinvent yourself. Mm. I think more people should be able to embrace it and be open to it because it's it's not life isn't a straight path, like you shouldn't find Mm. one thing that you love and only do that for the rest of your life. I think this old American idea of like, what it is to like, have a career and live a life, you know, it really needs to go away as quickly as possible. Because like, you should be able to do many things in your life, accomplish so many things, and it's okay. Like, and you don't have to be exceptional at each of those things either. Like, Like, right. Do it enough that makes you happy, and that's and that's yeah, yeah. ultimately what matters. You don't need international fame for every single endeavor that you do, you know. And it took me a long time to grasp that, you know. So this mm. this trailer was hitting me in a lot of different ways because, like, you know, after my first doc, because it wasn't, uh, you know, this huge massive thing, I, I felt like I failed, you know. Like it, it's 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 hard to to reconcile when, you know, you know you you have friends that want to support you, but they haven't watched your movie yet, you know? Oh, and, and, and it right. took me a while to like, let go of that. Like, mm. and like none of that matters. I made it, I got to the end. I should be happy about that. So I love that this film touches on all that stuff. And it's about reinvention. It's about finding yourself, no matter how, unconventional it is and no matter you know this is i i've said a lot of this earlier in the cast but you know like people are going to discourage you because they're afraid themselves so mm. I, I love i love the strength and the spirit of this trailer and then and yeah. hopefully for this movie
3: yeah that, yeah
0: uh, that's so well put jimmy uh yeah. thank you for that that's great i love that you're right because we it, it becomes that thing of like well, you have to be like you know the best in the world, and you have to be like Oscar-nominated actor, or you have to be like best documentary of all time. And it's like, no, no, you don't like, and, that, and that's subjective anyway. So like, like who, who decides that? You know, like, right. and it's and, and you know the long, the older I get, the more I'm like, it's the journey, man. It's the effing journey. Like, and I love that thing too. Like you said, of it's okay, like reinvent yourself, like like embrace that, like try something new instead of like. This whole thing, mm-hmm. like this old American thing of like you work at a factory for fifty years, you get your Rolox and you f- die. Like that's it, yeah. you know. Yeah. So uh yeah, I, I just, I love everything you said. So thank you. Yeah. All right, no, Charles. Well, well put. Uh, no, no big shoes to fill here, but let let's see what you got to say.
4: Well, <laughs> I mean, I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. I, I, you know, on a on a technical level, as far as the trailer goes, like you, you know what this movie is about. You know, it's right. not like a it's not like a leave you with mystery kind of a thing. It's like, it, it it tells you what you're going to see without giving it all away. That part's great. It has a unique look, you know, and it, and it shows that it showcases the unique look of the film. You know, you remember what this movie looks like. You're going to remember what this mood looks like in a week. uh, When you think back to that from just the trailer,
3: you know, Mm -hmm.
4: I'm a huge fan of hip hop. So obviously Mm -hmm. like with the tribe called quest that, that, that got me right away. And, you know, I, I love movies about hip hop. There's not a lot of great ones, um, at least not that I that come to mind. Uh, and the fact that she put AARP in a song. That, that, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, yes. That, that great. right there, you know, you got me. But also, you know, it's not just a, it's not just a movie about, you know, um, about making music. It, it's a movie. It, it's. The themes that all of you guys have hit on, you know, the, those those are intriguing. It's like it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a hip hop movie plus so much more. It seems like there's going to be a lot more depth to it. And, you know, and again, you know, with everything I've, I've asked, you know, are you going to remember this in like one or two mm-hmm. weeks? And, you know, this is something I am definitely going to see. Nice. Nice.
0: <clears throat> well, yeah, good, good pick. And it's funny because you said you you hadn't seen this yet, right?
4: I have not seen this. I knew about it at Sundance. It was the same Sundance that Possessor was at, just this last wow. one. Um, twenty twenty. And, you know, I wanted to see it I, I think we almost saw it one time, but we it, tried. Was gonna, we tried. Yeah, it was gonna we be, tried. It was gonna be there was a weird time where it's like we could get tickets but it was conflicting with something else. Uh I don't remember exactly, but but yeah, I mean we we didn't end up end up seeing it, but I guess we're all going to see it on October ninth, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, nice, nice, awesome. Well, uh, I guess we got to go around the horn, don't we?
2: Yep, we sure do. All
0: right, bro. What do you give it?
2: Uh, I'll give it a strong three. I think it, it 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 had a nice it had a nice layer to it. Uh, I mean you guys put it so eloquently actually uh being in the zone of kind of reinventing myself right now I just appreciate it and uh and yeah I think I, as you always say bro uh yeah 10 years ago probably wouldn't have cared about this movie but mm. now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah yeah it, it it's reaching me in a way that uh that I appreciate and look forward to experiencing so yeah strong 3 for me how about you bro
0: uh, I got to go four on this. Uh, I knew nothing about this. Uh, you know, they got me with the tribe at the beginning because I'm an old school hip-hop guy as well. And, you know, I just was laughing and I got pulled into the story. Again, not a new story, but it's how you're telling it, right? And right. the fact that her rap name is Rodimus Prime. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, come on. I mean, you you hit me with the tribe, the Transformers. I'm in. So... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, this is a four for me. I will definitely be, uh, it won't be too long after the ninth before I see this movie. Okay, all right. Uh, Jimmy, how about you?
1: Yeah, strong four. Uh, I love it. It it hit me right in the feels. Uh, I'm really excited (laughs) to see it.
2: (laughs) Nice, nice. Uh, Charles?
4: Uh, I got to give it a strong four, Um, you know? Wow. uh, This, at the end of the day, this is a a movie about... uh, somebody with a dream who's who's making something in a garage and uh, that that sounds a little bit familiar to me you know
2: <laughs> yeah nice. awesome very nice uh all right <clears throat> so the 40 year old version <laughs> gets a strong three from Vito,
1: a four from shawnee strong four from jimmy strong four from charles
2: all right well, guess what, folks? That's the end of it. <laughs> We've come to the end. <laughs>
1: this was great. I loved it. I had so much fun.
2: I, I love the fact that you guys came on, and uh, this was a blast. Uh, Jimmy Charles, thank you so much. Um, I guess uh, we'll give you the we'll give you the floor one more time for uh, uh, just shout out to the things that you're working on to your own social stuff uh where can they find your movie oh, give, us, uh, give us the deets
4: you can find the movie on all streaming sites on uh it's on itunes it's on google play it's on amazon prime it's on um vimeo voodoo, it's on all of them. voodoo, voodoo YouTube, youtube
1: all of them all right.
4: playstation uh, wow. xbox you can oh, is wow. it really on, on those two? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Surprise. Well, <laughs> you can follow us on uh on Instagram at gamemasterdoc, on Twitter gamemasterdoc. We have a Facebook page too. Um
1: gamemasterdoc. YouTube gamemasterdoc.
4: You know, you can my my Instagram and Twitter handles are my name, Charles Mers. I, I warn you though, they're not exciting. Mostly just pictures of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: can find me at Jimmy Wynn LA, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, I mostly just market Game Master on Twitter. I don't really post any personal stuff. But Instagram, if you want to look at pictures of coffee, board games, random pictures of my friends. Uh,
0: <laughs> that's about it. Nice. Follow us uh, on all the things. The Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Instagram yes absolutely
2: and as always guys we appreciate you tuning in and coming back and listening I hope you guys enjoyed these guys go watch that documentary it's good guys Um, and uh, it's definitely worth your time to sit down and watch you'll learn something about the board game industry that you didn't even know before so um, I highly recommend it absolutely but uh, until next time guys go watch movies and watch trailers.
0: Trailer up, bro. Trailer up.